Love is blind, and it'll take over your mind. Love is blind. Love is blind. That's a real song, right? Is that not like Mary J. Blige or something? I'd butchered the shit out of that. I, I don't know that song if it is. I swear to God, it's a Mary J. Blige song. It, or not. If not, I just wrote it. I love it. I think we should keep this in. Whatever the answer Whatever this is. is. Is it Eve? It's Eve. Sorry, it's Eve. Right, right era, wrong person. I'm surprised you don't know this song. Love is Maybe I do and you just sing it weird. I did actually <laughs> sing it really weird. And it'll take over your mind. Love is blind. Love is blind. No? Oh. I sang it better that time. You know, I went to a Rough Riders concert as a kid. It was like one of my first concerts. As a child? Yes. I mean, <laughs> I wasn't like, I wasn't like an infant or anything, but like, I mean, they had their heyday in 99, 2000. So however old I was then, <laughs> I went I went to Rough Riders concert. Do you want to know what my first concert was? Yes, desperately. Britney Spears. It was the in of the course zone. it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course the it was. In the zone t- um, tour. To be <laughs> fair to me, I was um, a teenager. I don't know. I was like sixteen or something, and I got the tickets for free because no sixteen-year-old has Britney Spears tickets money. I won them on the radio, no. and it was awesome. You have really good luck when it comes to things like that. No, I don't. I don't know, man. We don't need to get into it, but I feel like you're you're hitting those golden tickets lately. Um, okay, but you're also right. referring to something gonna... that happened like 25 years ago. <laughs> That's not the right I've number. Never, 20 years. I've never won anything. I've never won anything. Literally, like, I think I've won one raffle once. That's it. I like, I do, I famously, notoriously... I will put my name in the hat for something and I have my entire life and I never win ever. So like for you to have gotten one of tickets on the radio, I'm like, that's fucking cool. Like that doesn't happen. Do you want to be really upset? Do you want to be really upset? Just a few months later. upset me. Well, just a few months later, (laughs) I won tickets again, but this time to Blink 182. (laughs) Oh, that was fun. See, that's cool. <laughs> Not that Britney Spears isn't cool, but like to me, that's cool. <laughs> it's all cool. I had a great year. It's all. <laughs> that's that's a good fucking year. So we should tell people why we're singing "Love Is Blind" or why I was and why oh, I was yeah. trying to tell you what it was. Well, why are we singing that, Janae? Uh, because we are going to jump on the bandwagon that is <laughs> discussing "Love Is Blind," but you know, we we always try to do it within the lens of of nostalgia. So we're going to also take a look back, not as complete deep dive, but just like hitting the highlights of things we remember from reality TV of yesteryear that dealt with love. Love is Blind is definitely a new concept, but the idea of strangers going on television to find love, that that ain't new. Mm -mm. And I know some people are saying that love is blind is the craziest and especially the, this latest season season four and it while it is crazy and very entertaining and we have a lot of opinions we've seen crazier <laughs> so much crazier and it's interesting too just i don't want to get ahead of our conversation but to think about people saying like well this is the craziest thing we've seen and like you said something like um 
oh, why, what did you just say about not about going in blind or whatever? Anyway, it's like what I'm thinking of from our, our youth was the opposite of going in blind because during our heyday in the early 2000s, everybody was competing to fuck celebrities. <laughs> and not like, even necessarily attractive celebrities. Flav of Flav no. people, Flav of Flav had dozens of women just clamoring at the bit for multiple seasons. Someone fuck spit him. on another woman <laughs> over Flav of Flav. Pumpkin spit on New York. I will never forget. I was like, you spit on someone over this guy? That's what I'm saying. Like, we're, we'll get there. Y'all have we'll no idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This shit let's... is formative for us. Oh my it's God. Formative. It, it was um, the golden age of reality television, to be honest with you. Like, nothing has ever topped that era for me. No, I think it definitely mirrored kind of the wild wild west of the internet that we were living into it was all because at the time it was like both of these formats like the internet being really relatively young in the way that we were utilizing it you know almost universally and then uh reality tv being a relatively new format in the way that they were doing it at the time there were no rules yet so it was just like fucking go for it <laughs> yeah it was wild and it's crazy because now I feel like all of the reality TV that we're getting, especially these dating shows, it's like all clout chasers who are just want to make a brand for their social media. And it's so clear. It, it gets worse every season, too. Like, it's always the first season of whatever these shows are is a little more authentic because people don't know what they're really signing up for. But then once you get into the next seasons, everybody is clearly there just trying to make a brand, trying to make a name. But back in our day... That's not how it worked because social media wasn't as big. And Tila Tequila was technically like the first influencer who was on reality TV because they made an entire dating show for her based off of her MySpace fame. Yeah. Yeah. It's opposite. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I was just I was I was not enthusiastic, not based off of what you said. I completely agree with you. And facts are facts when we're talking about tequila tequila but she's a terrible human being and cuckoo. so that's beyond uh, cuckoo racist neo-nazi she's just yeah just fucking awful but but it's very true you know that that um the rules were kind of established back then and we could we could, but we're probably not going to <laughs> do a full timeline to show the evolution of how these uh these one thing led to another, led to another, led to another. Like we're not encyclopedias of this shit. It's just our lived experiences. But I think that what's cool about Love is Blind and also Married at First Sight, and both of those shows are produced by the same mm. by the same people. It's kind of a answer to a larger problem and that's the more we become interconnected you know with the internet the harder it is to find real life connections and I think that both of these shows try to in their own way try to strip down those barriers when we're talking about romantic love um, and finding it so on paper <laughs> Love is Blind and even Married at First Sight are things that I would be like interested in doing, not on television, but like as a single person, if there was a way that you could be like, 
this is totally safe and people are completely vetted and nobody is psychotic and nobody's going to be watching this and everything's going to be great on paper. I would do it. Would you do it? Fuck no. (laughs) I was with my (laughs) husband for seven years before I said, yeah, let's go ahead and get married. (laughs) So no, I'm not going in blind on anything and I'm not getting set up. And then the thing about love is blind, right? It's like, I like the concept of getting to know each other that way. And then, yay, you meet, but it's like way too fucking fast. There's no way I'm going to get married to someone I met four weeks ago, period. That's not for me. And I'm not judging anybody who does that. Like you do you boo, but that is not for me. I, I say that I would do it. And I think the reason why I can confidently say like, not the show, obviously, but like some real world application of it. The reason why I can like say, oh yeah, I mean, I consider it is because I do not believe that I would make a connection with anyone in the pots like uh, there's no way there's no way that I would be like oh yeah this I'm so in love with you it it wouldn't even go past that so for me I think it would be more like yeah I would go for the experience but there's no way that this is going to happen there's no way this is going to work so there's no way I'm getting married at the end of this I have a hot because it's just okay go ahead you can't know if you're in love with someone before you know if their breath smells bad That's just my take. Or if like they have a weird, funky body odor that you can't get past. Like, I think these are really important factors in your compatibility. Like when I smell my husband, I'm like, "Mm, that's my man. I like his smell. But if I didn't like his smell, we would not be together. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's scientifically proven in many different studies that pheromones are real and people are attracted to one another's sense. So I think there's something to say about that 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I can't love you if, if but unless so I know funny. you have good breath. That's what's funny about what you said. <laughs> but is it not true? I'm sorry. I can't love you. Um, I'm, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's dive anyway. in on this. Let's talk about these motherfuckers because th- this is a group mm-hmm. of motherfuckers. I've never been less impressed with, <laughs> with a, an ensemble from Love is Blind. And I've watched all the seasons. You and I were there right at the beginning when that show dropped. We were like, this is our show. Yep. We're going to talk about it. Like season one. <laughs> There's no Cam and Lauren here. Let me tell you. No, there really isn't. And I, I've, people are probably going to be screaming, what about Brett and Tiffany? Brett is weird. There's He's hiding something. I just feel it in my bones. Um, and I think that Tiffany is just, she's a lovely person, but I think that, I don't want to say that she's desperate to get married, but she definitely gives off the energy that like, she found somebody that she thinks is decent and that's good enough. You think Tiffany just found somebody good enough and just settled because he was fine? I think, I think that in her experience in the pods, she found somebody who seemed like a pretty decent person and whatever they connected on, they connect on, what have you. And she said that this is good enough. Like, I'm going to say yes to this person. And she did. I don't think that unless actually, let me take a step back. Mm -hmm. I don't know these people. We don't (laughs) know these people. We don't work on the production team for this television show. We don't know what's on the edit room floor. So all of these opinions and hot takes are based off of what we have seen that they have put forward. And the editors for this show are notorious for chopping shit up. And, oh, my God, there's one scene that I'm sure we can talk about. The dinner scene with uh, Kwame and Chelsea. 
with her dad the way that they edited that thing together there was there's literal food on the plate that you can't control continuity with that and the editor said continuity be damned i don't give a shit you're seeing kwame salad be there and then it's gone and then it's back and then it's half there it's like what is what do you want to know something kind of funny (laughs) So uh, hmm. I have heard, and this makes total fucking sense to me, that the reason that they are so hell-bent on those stainless steel gold cups is because they're opaque. Yep. So you can't see how much liquid is in there, and it's to help them not have to worry about continuity while also keeping them liquored up and drunk because everybody knows you're more likely to fall in love drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Love is drunk. They should just call this show Love is Drunk. <laughs> Well, in the pods, it's like truly, truly, they're they're drunk all the time, and they're all constantly awake. That's why when Brittany or not Brittany, <laughs> these, Tiffany, me combining, it was me combining Brett and Tiffany. Their name is Brittany now. <laughs> it's Brittany, bitch. That's their couple's name. <laughs> That's their couple name. Um, but when Tiffany fell asleep, yep. The one thing that nobody pointed out is in the corner of the room you can see that there's like a bottle of liquor that's just there as well so she's like probably been awake forever probably been drinking half the day is sitting on this comfy couch listening to this soft man's voice or this man's soft voice i don't want to call him a soft man he just called him a soft man (laughs) his like very soft soothing voice of course she fucking fell asleep like that was so funny to me but anyway, like getting back into this, let's mm-hmm. talk about the couple. So we're already talking about Brett and Tiffany. There's Brett and Tiffany. They are being called the Cam. Cam and Lauren. what's her name? Lauren. Lauren, thank you. But see, I want to po- circle back on something about them because you said you know how editing works and that um, they would make, they would splice it up and make it look a kind of way with them. But I'm here to tell you that not only are they supposed to be the Cam and Lauren of this season, this is all the production has. So they're going to be trying as hard as they can to make us believe this love because this is the best they got this season and it's very meh. So the fact Mm -hmm. that like they're pulling out all the big guns, trying to make us convinced that their love is as special as Cam and Lauren and we still don't feel it tells me they really didn't have much to work with. Yeah, that's true. That's 100% true. Because if there was more compelling stuff there, we we would have seen it. Uh, my best friend and I have have done some deep dives on this, and <laughs> I came to the conclusion talking to them that I was I just I think that Brett is hiding something, and and uh, my best friend said that they feel the same way, and it's it's one of those things where it's like I just I don't know what it is. I cannot put my finger on it. I cannot tell you why I feel like he's hiding something. I just feel that he's not given 110. And I feel it from him more than Tiffany. I feel like if he was more open or giving more than Tiffany probably would have been more open and giving more because she seems like the one that is, you know, in it for the experience. I have, again, no evidence but I don't like him. I didn't get that (laughs) vibe from him. I mostly just feel very ambivalent towards him. I think he can be sweet. Like he did that really nice thing. Um, And obviously spoilers, you guys, if you're not caught up, I can't help you. You should turn this off right now. Um, But he did that really nice thing with the engagement photos for her with that little special dinner when she was feeling all like scared about the wedding, which is totally natural because y'all just met two seconds ago and you should be terrified. Motherfucker. You should be so scared. (laughs) Well, she was saying she was stressed about the wedding planning as a, and I was like, 
yeah, because, you know, a month ago you didn't know this person and now you're planning a wedding. Yeah. I mean, they seem nice. I don't really, <laughs> what is there to say, right? Boring. I don't know. I just, I wish, I don't want to be right, but I feel like this is going to be an SK moment because I've had the same fucking Ooh, feeling about yeah. S- Well, SK so was I. different. Like I, I didn't like what he, there was a bunch of red flags with SK, but there once once everybody was like oh he's so nice he's so nice he's so nice i was like there's something weird about him there's something weird about him and then we got the news so i'm just i'm just saying everybody be on the lookout because i knew it then (laughs) wow okay all right let's talk about we need to talk about jacquelina and marshall and i want to read something because i haven't seen these before i'm on the website that's like who's all the cast just so i can keep their names straight because i'm so bad at names and they each on there have like a little Mm -hmm. blur a blurb that's like their headline their log line Mm -hmm. for being on the show fucking listen to jacquelina's i'm gonna call her jackie from now on because i'm not even sure i'm saying that right listen to jackie's yeah you're gonna die hers says I'm here to find my daddy and leave to start our lives together. (laughs) Your face is saying a lot, but your mouth isn't. So I'm going to fill in the silence because I am so creeped out when women call their daddy, like daddy, mm, daddy. I don't want to fuck my dad. So like, that's not a cute thing for me. (laughs) Yuck. Yuck. Indeed. Ew. Red flag. Ew. (laughs) She's a walking red flag. Stop it. <laughs> Yuck. I hate that. Us. Oh, I, I hate, hate that so much. I can't even describe it. She's a she's she's not good. She is not. There's nothing good about that lady. Mm-mm. Oh my God. Let me read not you his good. blurb because it's is it's very indicative of him. I accept that everyone mm. isn't perfect, including myself. I was like, you're so fucking nice. I like Marshall, but here's the thing. I question why he decided to go on a show like this. Like, he's so kind and good. So it's like, what was the motivation here for you? And if if it truly was to find love, why did you think that this was the way to go about it? Number one. But number two, if it's anything other than to find love, are you really this nice of a person? Like, what is my question? And I, it may not be a fair thing to to assess and to judge, but like, I think that it's, I think that it's worth the question, right? You could ask what the motivation for any of these people going on is, but he is in the edit that he, he received and the way that he portrays himself, he is the nice guy. He is the poet. He's the dreamer, the lover. He just wants to make you pancakes with the compote and put sprinkle powdered sugar on it for you in the morning. And it's like, okay, that's all of those things are, I I, I want that. All of those things are beautiful and lovely, but uh, you also have to reconcile the fact that you're on a reality television show. Yeah. But like my take on him is a little bit that I think he is one of those nice guys. And I mean, we've, we saw it play out on the show. Nice guys finish last because women, a lot of women, and I think he's chasing the wrong women and he didn't learn his lesson on the show at all. Um, But I think he's one of those, like, I don't want to call him an incel because I don't think he's like toxic in that way, but the kind that always gets passed over for the bad boy. And I think he thought 
well, if I do it this way, they'll fall in love with me first before they decide I'm too nice. And I'll already have that guarantee before they sit here and be like, you're Carlton from Fresh Prince. Because I feel like he gets pigeonholed. That is the pure way to look at it. And my cynical (laughs) self is very much like, are you, because we already said at the top of this, right? They, the people in the earlier seasons go and they're sincere. Maybe he never watched the show. Maybe, maybe that's the other explanation that I would accept. I will accept him as being the person that he was portrayed as without trying to do any clout chasing or anything like that. If he had never watched Love is Blind in the past, then I'll accept it. Because if not, it's, it's, I'm not saying that he was putting on a character. I didn't see, it didn't seem like he was acting, but I would honestly wonder what were you trying to gain out of, out of this Mm. outside of because it was very clear that Jackie was not there to find love and I'm not saying that's his fault that's not his (laughs) fault she's there to find a daddy (laughs) (laughs) you know disgusting I wonder though if Marshall maybe if he's not as nice as he seems and I'm not saying he is or isn't I don't know but maybe if he's not as nice as he seems he went on so that he could look like the nice guy because he did say one major red flag thing to her and I was like what the fuck you can't say that when she was like why are you with me then because they were fighting which was always they were always fighting and he was like I saw you as a project Ooh, yeah that was that was hard it wasn't just that he said that but it was watching him clean up the comment and as quickly as he did and how he finessed it back and said Mm. you know he he did kind of apologize um and he immediately was able to walk it back and see that he had said something wrong I wonder what we didn't see and I know I know everybody feels that way but I just I always wonder what the cameras didn't catch or what they did but they couldn't fit it in and make it work for the story or what because I again I think there's something more there I think that Marshall comes off looking incredibly sympathetic and the world you know really cares about him and loves him and Jackie is not good I'm not saying this in defense of anything that she does but I don't buy it. I don't buy that. I want to know the motivation. Why did you come on the show, dude? Yeah. I mean, there are a few sus things about him, especially the fact that um, not only what I just said about what he said earlier, but the fact that when Jackie told him, like, I need you to be more of a man, which is like a fucked up thing to say to somebody. And she was like, yeah, you to be more aggressive. Like, I don't think her delivery was good at all or and it was should have been done different. But the fact that he left for three days it's pretty right. intense. That's a bit of an overreaction. And a bit. you claim that you're there and you're ready for marriage. Although, did you see the text messages that came out? No. That Jackie, from Jackie's friends. So uh, she had a group group text with some of her friends. And she in it was talking about Marshall and essentially was implying that he is gay. And um, yikes. So I'm wondering if it was more than her saying, I need you to man up or boss up. And it was more attacking of his sexuality. I could see, I could see that being a line too far. And for you saying, okay, I'm going to separate myself from the situation, but for three days, 
you're just not going to talk to this person. You're not going to, you're not going to revisit it. And you're supposed to be getting married to this person in four weeks. Again, why did you go on the show? What was the actual motivation for you, bro? Because the math ain't mathin'. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I'm really happy to report there's just no way they're getting married since she has decided yeah. she would like to fuck Josh instead. Who is a complete dick. Ugh. <laughs> like, as viscerally as I hate the word daddy, I do not, not like Josh. <laughs> like, Ugh. no. Gross. He's terrible. For context, Josh is the person that she was also seeing in the pods with mm -hmm. Marshall. And she ultimately chose to go with Marshall and Josh is apparently super in love with her and <laughs> and just had a really hard time opening up and telling her in the pods and it was just so sad so on Chelsea's who is another character that we will talk about in a little bit at her birthday party um the whole cast came together and Josh decided he was going to show up and be just sloppy 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 drunk um and he was going to meet jackie because he just <laughs> knows that she's the one for him and he makes everybody very uncomfortable he hangs all over marshall and is kind of doing this like bro ugh, like like hey man no hard feelings and marshall's like why would there be hard feelings he's like i'm gonna <laughs> so go after your girl hope you don't mind <laughs> And Marshall at this time is just sort of like, I mean, okay. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's a drunk person, right? Coming at you and being with all of this energy. It's wild. Any rate, Jackie, they, this is the first time that they meet. And when Jackie, spoiler alert, breaks up with Marshall and calls the engagement off, she does this. In the edit, it's uh, it seems like she met with Josh. Josh is like, I'm in love with you. She's like, okay, great. Kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> and then she goes and breaks up with Marshall. <laughs> but she is now claiming that that's not the way that it happened. Even though when she broke up with Marshall, she said, I just saw Josh. So whatever. Well, the way um, they cut it made it seem like, and I'm sure that this isn't how it happened, but they cut it to make it seem like she skipped her dress fitting or the the, the event where all the women were picking out their dresses, that she skipped that to go mm -hmm. meet him instead, which would be a huge slap in the face, but probably isn't exactly what happened. Yeah. I feel like the timing is probably if either, it's probably not ex as what we depicted, but what she has said in text, in, because she's, since these this last chunk came out she's been all over the internet just being mm -hmm. like no he she's she's just been everywhere saying all this stuff that she i'm sure contractual contractually she's not supposed to be saying anything whoops <laughs> <laughs> they will come for that bag so you better shut your mouth girl mm -hmm. she basically said that she had broken up with Marshall and then she had the conversation with Josh but it's very clear that when she's breaking up with Marshall what we see is Jackie says to Marshall, I just saw Josh. Like I I'm attracted to Josh. I was just with him. So was that not the first conversation that you were having when you broke up? Marshall agreed to come and have multiple conversations where you did him like that. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> so yeah. 
I can't wait for this fucking reunion, man. It's going to be great. <laughs> doing it live, aren't they? Because the ratings are so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, all right. Is, let's move on to the next. Is couple. that why they're doing it? Because I of mean, the ratings? Maybe. I heard that they weren't getting as good a numbers this season, which makes sense because it's like it's messy, but it's not necessarily compelling mess a lot of the time. Sometimes it's yeah. just that feeling of why are you here, which is not what you want to be thinking when you're watching the show. You don't want to be going meta, like, why are you here? Did you even care about this? You want to be like, oh, they're they're in love, but they're so incompatible. Oh, my God. But just worrying about the meta-ness of it kind of just takes the joy. But, you know. Um. All right. You want yeah, to talk about Micah totally and true. Paul. Paul. I forgot. Paul. About him. How could you forget? Because. Her dad's name is Paul, and that was a whole thing that <laughs> Chelsea and Kwame's dads have the same name too. It's like their dads are both named Roger or something. Oh yeah, that's right. You're right. That's a <laughs> that's weird. Those are weird coincidences. <laughs> For strangers, when you think about it, like you didn't know. Why don't you take these ones since I talked so much about <laughs> Jackie and Marshall? <laughs> well, okay. I well, I feel like I talked about them too, but yeah, I Micah and Paul, I don't know where I stand on them. I really don't like, I think Micah is a clout chaser most likely. And I don't, I just don't get the feeling from her that she is actually there for love. And I thought it was very telling that her friend took her aside when they met Paul and was like, you're not in this. And like, you know, very, 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 very drunk friends (laughs) should not have been on television. Yeah. her. (laughs) I think Micah and Kwame want to be together badly. And both of them are just pretending with, with their other relationships. It's hard not to talk about both of these relationships at the same time because they overlap so much, but I, I don't like Micah. I find her extremely unlikable. Um, mostly because it started right at the beginning. I got such a bad first impression of her in the pods because she was the messiest one there other than Irina, who I is the most messy person ever. She's like worse than Jessica, honestly. They're like drama whores. Yeah. They put each other up to it. And Micah was like laughing and giggling with her, with Irina at the expense of people crying over their heartbroken feelings. I don't like that at all. That's mean girl shit. It's total mean girl shit. And I think, I I think that people, I think my impression uh, when we go take it back to the parts, my impression of Irina and Micah was that they applied. So I heard and I don't know if this is true because I didn't do my own research. There was a TikTok going around and this creator was saying that if you go to Netflix and you are applying for um, the shows, you are you can apply for e- either you're doing one application for multiple shows or you can apply for multiple shows on one application. So I think that Arena and Micah wanted to be on love island or something else and then they got cast for this one and they're like okay i guess fine and i don't think that they truly were in it for the experience at all i don't think that they they just happened to land on a netflix reality tv show and it wasn't the one that they wanted that's the way Mm -hmm. and i could be completely wrong again i get these feelings and i tend to go with them i'm a pisces that's what we do because they they just the whole time like you said they're laughing at people who are having really difficult conversations and having to end relationships or who are trying to discern discern how they truly feel about somebody um and all of these things they're just kind of rolling their eyes and scoffing and even 
the ultimatum that Micah gives to Paul, not even the ultimatum, but when they pre-decided, like, and she's like, Paul, when are you going to do it? How are you going to do it? When are you going to tell her? And they were, and that's the thing is they were both doing that together because Micah did it to, Mm -hmm. um, what's his face? Uh, Zach? Paul. No. Oh, yes. Sorry. I, I said the wrong name. I was trying to say Irina did it to Zach. See, I'm mixing them all up. Irina did yeah, it to Zach and okay. Micah did it to Paul. And they both were sitting there like, you got to make your choice now. And they basically bullied them into choosing them or else. And I just thought it was so gross. And mm-hmm. also the funniest fucking karma of this entire show to me is that like these two women are so competitive here and working so hard to tear other women down that Micah didn't even notice afterwards when Irina realized, oh, Zach's not hot enough for me, that she now, now Irina wants Micah's guy. She wanted Paul. She's like, this is my type, actually. I should have gone for Paul. And they weren't even really dating in the pods. What a bitch. (laughs) Just fucking terrible. And so uh, we're, (laughs) we're spending a lot of time talking about Micah and I think that that is really indicative of how bland Paul is I don't think he's bad I don't think he's particularly interesting um I think he's he's very smart it's very apparent that he's very smart he seems like a good egg um I mean, of all well, the men you, that are in this part of the show, I'd probably go for Paul of all of them because he seems the nicest and the most normal. And like he just wants to go on a hike with a dog or whatever. And I'm down with that. That is such a, I haven't considered that question. Like who of the guys who would I go for? Oh, They're not God. a good batch, but I'm going to go with Paul. <laughs> if you had asked uh, me in episode yeah. one, I would have picked Kwame episode one. But now he is my least favorite person on the show. So we'll get Oh, there. no, I never. Oh, I can't wait to talk about Kwame. I was he, fooled by him. <laughs> no, he had flags on flags. You know what it is? It's a, I think it's a black people thing. We'll um, get there. Um, <laughs> too white to see the red flags. <laughs> no, I think it's a specific, we can talk about it now. Yeah. I know we're talking about Paul, but we can talk about it now. So when Kwame comes into the pods in his initial interview, he talks about how he wanted to be in the experience because he's often been judged by the families of people that he's dated. And the way he phrased it, it was definitely a cultural thing mm. is what is a dog whistle, which is like, oh, so you exclusively date white women. I was about to ask, did that and give then, you that hint right there? Because I didn't even yeah that comment. I didn't think about it. Yep. That gave me the hint. And then the second thing that he did or said was, I think he was talking to Chelsea at this point in the pods. Um, and he said that he was going to use his name, Alex, instead of Kwame, because he didn't want to be put into mm-hmm. a specific category. And it's like, oh, again, you wanted to make yourself more attractive to white people or to white women. So both of those things together, I think to me, I was just like, I don't care. And and let me make this clear. I do not care if you date outside of your race. I have dated outside of my race many times. I don't care, but I don't exclusively date outside of my race. And I think there's a difference. And I think that people who exclusively date outside of their race, be it black people dating white people or white people dating black people, like whatever it is, in my experience, I would say there's something that's pretty insidious and a social commentary that's like larger that you're making when you're saying, I am a black man and I am only attracted to white women. It's like, why? <laughs> and yeah. usually what stereotypes you ask, are you falling into here 
Exactly. And usually if you ask the question why, the answers are never going to be about what is so great about white women. It's going to be what is so bad about black women. Oh, fuck That's that the shit. That yeah. sucks. I hate that a lot. And I I get, yeah. I see what you're saying with him now. And I didn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't necessarily pick up on it at first, though I did start to suspect it when he's just like sitting here worrying about these two white blonde women and <clears> as <throat> if they're not interchangeable in every single way because they are. I mean, he 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 proved to us that they're interchangeable, like to him, they mm -hmm. are interchangeable. And yeah. that's fucked up. <laughs> and if I were Chelsea, I'd have, but I have my issues with Chelsea. Let's wrap up Paul. Paul is boring. That is the end. We're moving on to Kwame Chelsea. I want to go hiking with Paul. End of, end of that. He's cute. I would not date, I would not date any of the men because I don't think I wrapped that question up either. I would not date any of them. Uh, so yeah, but so moving on to Chelsea and Kwame. So Chelsea, it's been really interesting to watch on the internet. Mm. People's shift on her especially with this last chunk of uh stuff that has come out really because in the yeah the first two drops people were like chelsea's queen she's amazing i love her she's like so weird and so herself and i love it and now people are are a little bit more like oh she's kind of controlling oh she's she's kind of rude she's kind of self-centered a little bit and my opinion of her from the beginning was I didn't think she's a bad person no. at all but there was something that she again something that she said in the pods where I was like I don't know that she likes Kwame or if she's fetishizing Kwame and it was because mm. since day one she's been like he's so beautiful he's so amazing you haven't seen him how do you know he's beautiful what is he saying to you she she was having she was talking to somebody on one of the couches and she's like oh my my brain wants him and my pussy wants him or something yes oh god i remember like that. that part Ugh. yeah and i was just like Mm. I'm sure I mean listen I'm just gonna go ahead and say it I'm sure it has something to do with the stereotype about black men's regions I'm sure mm -hmm. that that came into play because how do you know that you're I don't even want to say the word you said I hate that word but I don't but I do <laughs> but like how do you know that she wants it you know you don't know his breath might stink girl it's bringing it full circle his breath might stink you don't know in that moment, I was like, she likes black men. That's what I was hearing. Fine. It was a big old dog. Was, and that's fine. But everything that she did from that moment to now, it's... I know Here's you what haven't I seen... think about her. I think she's a try hard. Go ahead. I think she's a try hard. And everything that she does gives me try hard. The moment I saw her in the matching Calvin Klein two-piece in Mexico the first time, not, not the funny yellow one with the hilarious photo shoot, <laughs> that's that's iconic um but the first time i saw it she's like lounging around in it like i'm so nostalgic for calvin klein look at me and she's just and like the way that she immediately starts calling him like baby 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 come here baby baby so annoying I'm like you're just trying so hard and there could be a part of that that's like you want to make sure the world knows you're a good person because you like black men i stop me if i'm going too far with that but I, like I said, I I feel I felt like she was fetishizing him. It, it had nothing to do with him. And I know 
so in episode 11 we're getting the first glimpses of the weddings and up first i guess is kwame and chelsea and yeah and they're like well how why do you love him so much she says something to the effect of like he is the most talented beautiful person i've ever met and they literally cut to when he is playing guitar for her <laughs> in the no. pods now i need to just put this on i didn't didn't watch that the first time because whenever anybody starts singing in a reality tv situation (laughs) i get so much secondhand embarrassment that i like it hurts me physically so i just fast forward so i fast forward through that but this time (laughs) it was like such an abrupt clip and i just didn't know it was going to happen he is not talented (laughs) she talking about no and he's like trying to write the song i don't remember what the hook of the song was it was like one line over and over but he's like trying to write it in real time it was so stupid but not as bad as the guy from last season i cannot think of his name he was the hispanic guy the guy with the ukulele yeah that one made me physically want to die i i literally wanted to crawl out of my skin when that one happened the kwame one wasn't as bad but it was stupid but it reminds me of something that I meant to touch on about Kwame because he is my villain of the season period. So <laughs> I, first of oh, all, really, yeah, Interesting. I don't like that man at all. He disgusts me. I can't explain it. I just have a very visceral reaction to him, but like I was watching the episode where they were like meeting the family and he was like, Bell. talking to his Bell. name is Salvador. Sal. Sorry. Yeah. Sal. That was Sorry. It. Okay. I was Sorry. watching the episode <laughs> where Kwame was like meeting her family, meeting Chelsea's family. And yeah. You know, it's like the way he's like smiling and cheesing it and when he's talking and they're asking him all these questions he's like yeah i i love the dog the dog is so i love that little fucker like i'm not believing a word that he says and i'm like she dead ass does not know that this man hates her like he hates her that scene where they were shopping together and he's like don't you have enough stuff and he's like yeah you were all mean this morning and we got to talk about it i'm like this man hates her there's no love can we talk about how awkward that fucking scene was though? Because so he's, his whole body language is such that he's like, it's clear he wants to talk to you. Mm. And you are literally force feeding him strawberries, chocolate covered strawberries, and asking him to feed you a chocolate covered strawberry. It was so uncomfortable. And I was like, Bad. it just it begs the question how much alcohol are these people <laughs> consuming? because i the only way i can understand why how she was that oblivious was she had to have been shit faced because what uh, he did well, see, so the thing weird. is with kwame i feel like the more that he's smiling and beaming actually the more upset he is and the more hateful he's feeling so it's confusing because mm-hmm. i think he's like beaming at her but it's with hate and she doesn't know that because what he's doing isn't a normal human thing to do you don't sit here and be like ha, 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 you know light up your face but what you really are feeling is like i want to fucking kill you right now but that's what <laughs> i get from him yeah, Can we also uh, talk about he, the fact that he went on a dating show in Seattle where everybody is from Seattle and he's the one person from Portland and now he's pissed off that he needs to move to Seattle to be married to the woman where he came to her fucking city, met her and was like, JK, this isn't where am I supposed to be? What am I supposed to do? I'm a remote worker. They can do anything I want, but this isn't comfortable for me. Also, they never talked about whether they wanted kids. They didn't talk about shit. What did they talk about in the pods? Sorry, That's another that. reason why I'm like, what? No, I <laughs> I hate this man because I hate him. I'm I I I hate them as a couple. I so don't do I. I trust me, I do not like him at all. I think that he's an oh my god. The other thing that uh I don't know if you saw, but he 
was seen in the background of footage from, I want to say the DC season of Married at First Sight. So he's been on a crusade to be on one of these fucking shows forever. <laughs> like, he just he was really having bad luck. And even after years uh, of trying um, to get on the show, his mom still isn't on board. How fucking I understand. So I guess a little background. I've worked as a producer and production coordinator in the past. So I understand um thing and you have some industry experience as well. Yeah. I understand how releases work and all of those things. And sometimes people don't want to be on camera and what have you. But like that was the fakest fucking phone call that I've ever seen. There was no one on the other end of that phone. It was not them just blocking out her voice or whatever. He was, it was almost like they said, take the phone in the other room and do a reenactment of how this conversation would have gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so weird. Well, and then he says later that she won't answer his calls. So I think it's pretty clear they didn't talk. Oh, and, she, and then Chelsea's just like, I'm so sorry, baby. That must be hard, baby. You okay, baby? <laughs> sorry, I just hate them. <laughs> together. I hate them together. When, yeah, they're just the worst. When you get to the wedding, though. Um, yeah, I'm a little uh, behind. Her, his sister does end up showing up. Okay. And his, and his sister and his brother-in-law. And his sister seems like the coolest fucking person. Like, she seems dope as hell. And it's like... Why is she so cool and her brother sucks so fucking much? Um, but she's very welcoming, very warm to to Chelsea. Chelsea, you know, is it's so weird because <laughs> when she walks in the room, when the sister walks into the bridal suite, like they're all dressed and everything, and she sees his sister for the first time, and she just starts this blubbering cry, like. She's just like, really? yeah, it's like a lot. And then they embrace and she's just like, the sister's just trying to have this really cool, normal moment with her and say like, oh, you look beautiful. And I'm so excited. And here's a gift for you. And Chelsea's just like, embrace me. It's very, it's very theatrical. And um, she's fake. She's a tryhard. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> It's very indicative of trying hard. Yes, we can talk about those two for for I, days. I feel like we've I could got... do a whole episode on them. <laughs> there, it's just it's wild. I hate. I knew that they were going to leave it on a cliffhanger, but I hate that they did because I just want to know. We got two days. We'll know in two days. Although yeah. I did see spoilers, so I no, think I kind me. of already know. I'm not going to. I'm. Not, I would never do that to anybody because I did it to myself. I will say um, this, though. If they do get married, what's Chelsea going to do when she sees that stuff from the pods get played back and see that Kwame actually wanted to propose to Micah that night and that he was about to do it? And then Micah broke up with him because apparently <laughs> they were going too hot too fast and Micah wanted to slow burn. And then he just settled on Chelsea. Like, I don't think she realizes how much he settled for her. I mean, I think regardless of if they get married, that's going to be really fucking hurtful to see. Yeah. And it's, I mean, at least from what we saw, they never had a conversation about it. That kind of brings us to Bliss and Zach. Like at least yeah. Bliss knew that she was a second choice and could make her, herself, uh, you know, choose to opt in. But Chelsea didn't know that she was a second choice and that she was that close to not having her fairy tale or perfect man um, because somebody else 
would have had her. So, okay. Bliss and Zach. We just quick for anybody who wants a recap on them. Zach actually proposed to Irina, who is the female villain of this season, in my opinion. And she pretty much manipulated him into doing it. And I feel like he buckled under pressure, even though bliss was always the better match for him. And she was just like manipulating the shit out of him. And then the second they got to Mexico, she turned it off because she didn't feel like he was hot enough or whatever. And she was immediately cold and distanced from him the whole time. So they broke up. He met up was with bliss and then their chemistry was so much better. And then he proposed. Now go. What are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. That was a great wrap up. And so, so fast. I don't really have a problem with, with them. I don't have a problem with, it wouldn't be me. I'll put that out there. If I were bliss and you chose somebody else after I told you about how big of a bitch that person was and yeah. how awful they were, and you still made the decision to be with them to bliss's point that she made it, you know, this is a test for me and I'm, looking at your judge of character as well that's poor judgment and he never fully gives an explanation as to why Irina was the one over bliss so for me for me I would have been like nah son we're good we're good here but that said I don't care that they ended up (laughs) together I think it's fine if she's happy and in love then you know fine I think they're both very strange people they're very weird but I like her. Of all the girls on this season, like if I had to marry one of them, I would pick Bliss. No, she's too intense for me. I'd be like, you need to sit down. You know what? I think it would be Marshall. Going back to the question of the guys, well, I, was I think it would from be girls. Marshall for me. If it was girls, no, I, I'm no, I, Bliss. I was thinking, I was thinking through this this entire time because I was like, I don't know, I wouldn't deal with any of them. I think I could deal with Marshall. I just would want to know what his motivation was. He would be my dude. Yeah, but I think, after what you said about think, Marshall, I'm starting to think he's a more manipulative than I thought. I think he might have been, but I think I could deal with that over. <laughs> and I'm thinking about every other one of them and the downfalls and pitfalls of all of the rest yeah. of them. No, I hate all of them. And I don't <laughs> hate Paul, but Paul is just so fucking boring that I'd be like, dude. I want to wait. I want to circle back on Zach and Bliss because we left something. I just realized you said yeah. that Zach never really gave an explanation for why he did what he did, but he did give one. It was just really subtle. And I actually really understand it. Not that I think it was the right choice. First of all, Irina, oh. I think she was a manipulator. And I really got that feeling from yes. her that she was selling him on a vision that was not real. And so we were seeing two different people and he was only seeing the one so i kind of get it but Mm -hmm. he you know okay zach his mother was a stripper and like really busted her ass to make ends meet for them and he's like got this rags to riches story right and he he came up from nothing from the love of his stripper mom and then she fucking died and then he made himself into this something he made himself into a lawyer and i could see why he would think somebody like irena who was way more out there and like whatever big fake boobs and oh my god like why he thought she would be more accepting of him and his background and understanding of that stuff than Bliss because Bliss is very put together and she's also very analytical and prim and proper and her family has more money and they're like that too. And he said something like that. I was concerned that I wouldn't fit in with you guys and that I would be judged for my background. And so that actually makes sense to me. Yeah, I for, I completely forgot about that, and um, you're absolutely right. I I totally forgot about that about that situation outside of the pods. I think I personally think that Zach is a sweet person. I mm-hmm. I he's, he's weird, strange. Yeah. yeah, he's he's an oddball, but I think he's very sweet, and I think 
that if he and Bliss get married, I think that they'll be happy. I don't see any major red flags that would indicate that they wouldn't be happy. I don't know. That's all the what we see in the edit. <laughs> I want to do like a vote. I want to go through each couple and let's say if we think they're going to get married or not. Like what the ultimate outcome is going to be for them. So I guess we start where we started at the beginning, which was. Yeah, it was Marshall and Jackie, which obviously we know the outcome there. Oh, no, it was Brett and (laughs) Tiffany. Yeah, Marshall and Jackie, we already know. So we can skip them. They're not getting married because she's already moved on to a different dick. So. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, she did. Brett and Tiffany. Daddy. Ew. (laughs) I hate that so much. Freud would have a a day with that. I think they're going to get married. Yeah, me too. And I think that they're going to... Let's do it this way. Let's say at the reunion, do we think they're going to be together? Because mm. And you can expound on it. So at the reunion, I think that Brett and Tiffany will be together. 100%. Me too. Yeah. I think they're the only couple that I can for sure say, like, I don't have any doubt that they'll be married and be together. Yeah. I th- I think that they're going to be together. I think that we also need to keep an eye on them because... There's something weird about Brett, but that's just my personal opinion. <laughs> a little strange about that one. Um, the next one would be Micah and Paul. Ooh, this one's a toss up for me. Ooh, because I think Paul has the intent of saying yes. I'm not sure about Micah. So did you see the teaser where she says she's going first and she's she's like no no i think i would rather i want to i want you to go first like there there's a definitely a teaser for their wedding i don't know if it's oh yeah i did see that i don't I, it, it's yeah didn't so, she say something um, like i want you to go first so that you have the option to say no first or something it was something weird like that something it was some <laughs> weird way that she phrases it um so I think that if Paul says yes, she'll say yes. But if Paul says no, she, well, it won't matter what she would have said. I think that, that that behavior is kind of a cop-out situation, right? Where she's like, I want to give you the opportunity to go first. I think that that's because also a thing that they've throughout the season that she's been saying is that he isn't very decisive. And it's mm. not a major thing that she's been saying, but it's been one of those things where she's subtly saying it and you know making subtle nods and especially when they're talking about where they're going to live and all that stuff i have a different take yeah i think what what you said is valid but i think she's telling him to go first because she doesn't want to be the one to say no she would prefer him to break it up because she seems like kind of people pleasery and she doesn't want to be the villain of the season And I think she knows that and she's thinking of the PR of it all. And she's like, I don't want to be the one that breaks his heart at the altar. I hope he will break mine so that I can be the sad bride and never have to say. I think, I think she's going to say yes. And I, I don't know if if we're asking the question, are they going to be together at the reunion? That is debatable. (laughs) I think that once Paul sees once he sees how terrible she is in the pods because he at this point doesn't know but like now in in real timeline i feel like that might change things but i do i think that i think i think she's gonna say yes and i think he is too i'm so i'm torn i do not honestly i could see it either way i could see it either way i don't think that they're in love though i I think Um, that they really like boning and that was very (laughs) clear 
from the the vacation that they took like but see, I think Micah really wants to be boning Kwame. And I feel like if she found out that Kwame was going to say no at the wedding, she would say no, too, so that they could get together after. I think that if it were the real world and they had met, like, she wouldn't have looked at Paul at all and she would have been with Kwame. But, like, I think that that ship has sailed. I think that they are definitely mm-hmm. attracted to each other, but I don't see them running off into the sunset with each other. And I don't see her even wanting to because she is very much about optics. I think that's indicative too. After the first three episodes aired, she was getting so much hate and backlash on the internet. People just being like, Micah's the worst. Irina, like Micah and Irina, like the mean girls. Issued a statement apologizing to people, being like, I'm sorry that... My behavior triggered, you know, you and, you know, I won't say it's the best PR Mm -hmm. apology that I've seen, but it was an apology. And then she kind of just went away. There is something a little bit more sensitive there that Mm -hmm. she just didn't really show. She wouldn't want the smoke that would come back on her if she was like, I'm leaving you, Paul. And guess what? I'm going with Kwame. She's not Jackie. (laughs) She's not. She's not not built for that. And she's not even the worst villain that the show's ever seen or anything. So no, certainly not. She's not even as bad as Jessica. I was going to say the exact same thing. Not as bad as Jessica, who, by the way, I want to shout out here for a second. Jessica has gotten so much shit since her time on that show, but she really grew the fuck up and she really did try to apologize for everything she took accountability she took responsibility and they still wouldn't forgive her for what really wasn't that big of a fucking deal to begin with when you look at the fact that like none of those people knew each other more than a month when all that stuff was happening and i want to shout her out because i think she did an amazing job of trying to come back from that really negative pr experience yay jessica no longer messica i agree i no longer messica i think that um oh god what was the girl uh amber amber and uh, and dude bro matt barnett barnett so this is season one yeah <laughs> we just season. jumped from four to one yeah definitely go back and watch season one if you haven't seen it um but for quick context uh barnett was dating amber and jessica in the pods he ultimately chose amber jessica was very upset about that she came to a bunch of events and was like trying to flirt or she ended up engaged to somebody else mark uh was that a bunch of a Mark, that's right, that's right, was engaged to Mark, came to a bunch of events, but was kept hitting on Barnett. And she would be like very sloppy drunk while this was happening. It was very awkward and comfortable. At the end, she ended up breaking off her engagement with Mark and like leaving the show. But then in subsequent reunions and catch ups and updates or whatnot, she, to to what you just said, has shown growth, apologized tried to make amends, tried to move forward. And at the final um, coming together of the season one cast, Amber basically all but cussed her out more or less. Like it was really ugly. She wouldn't allow the space to to recognize that this has been three years, three years had passed at that point. And this is a whole different woman. And Amber was still just so pissed. And Barnett was just like... I can't really be around you because my wife doesn't like you. And it's Poor like, Barnett. it's all water. He's a, <laughs> he's a pushover. Sorry, he's a pushover. And like Amber is a mean girl and she's super insecure and she took it out on Jessica, but good for Jessica for keeping her head up and like acting with class after that. I just applaud you, girl. I'm here for you. I stand yeah. now. Love you. But anyway, back to, we got to <laughs> circle it back. We're okay. Season four. So we are now at 
Chelsea and Kwame. Or is it Kwame? I've been saying Kwame. I thought it was Kwame this whole time. You've been saying Kwame. I've been saying Kwame. I don't know. I don't care. I don't like him. So what do we think? I mean, I I think for sure Chelsea's saying yes. And also I think they showed her saying yes already. Right? Yeah. She she's we know she said yes. He's just standing there looking like he's going to vomit. It's just really bad. I don't think he'll say yes. I think he's going to say no because he's a mama's boy and his mama's not even there and isn't supporting it. There's just no way. And he doesn't want to fucking live in Seattle where she lives, where she doesn't want to leave. I don't think he likes her dog. I don't think he likes her face. I am really upset that you haven't seen the what. Can we pause so that you can just watch that bit? Just the last little bit where she does her vows and he does his because... I, he, he doesn't prepare anything. We are gathered here this afternoon to share with Kwame yeah. and Chelsea. Kwame, shit. Very moment in their lives. <laughs> I hate these flower earrings she's wearing. She's a commitment to life. So bad. They're awful. People can find Fucking and bring out in each other. Discount Carrie Bradshaw shit. the greatest and most challenging adventure of all human relationships. <laughs> That's the best description of forever. Marriage is. Discount Carrie people. Bradshaw. Should have led with that. You are the jaguar to my moon. I am the moon to your jaguar. What? I love you. The, I have no mean? idea what the fuck what that, that is. Fucking mean? Nobody, nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> the jaguar? Do jaguars howl at the moon? I'm missing something. I have no idea, but you have to listen to this bullshit that he says to her. Okay. I love the sound of your voice. No, you don't. No, you don't. You make me feel. Liar. I love when we disagree. He's acting. Because it makes us come back together and let us know how strong we are. It's a fake smile, you can tell. We get closer by the day. And the reason I did not need to write anything is because oh. I won't be able to tell you right now how I feel. And that's not something I can write down. I fell in love with your beautiful soul in an opportunity where I didn't get to see your absolutely incredibly stunning shell. And I just cannot believe that I'm fortunate enough to stand. This brother's cute. Or brother in law, whoever the hell that is. As captivating as you. But he looks like he's about to say yes. He spoke from the heart. He said nothing. Those are not vows. <laughs> well, it's true. Yeah. He actually was like, I am going to, I didn't need to write anything because I know how I feel about you. And then proceeded not to really say how he felt about her. He said, I, I didn't have to write anything down because I know how I feel about you and I wouldn't be able to write anything down about how I feel about you because I don't feel I can't it. Put words to that. <laughs> and um, I just think that you're really beautiful inside and out. And like, this is really dope. Party on. <laughs> so when you ask me, is he going to say yes? He shouldn't. But I think that he is so deeply entrenched in the scam of it all right now that, yeah, he's going to fucking say yes. I think, he, <laughs> I I don't think, think Kwame might say yes now after seeing that. I think he might say yes because he wants the Calvin Klein sponsorship. He, want, he, want, he wants those <laughs> ad dollars, baby. I mean, and listen, I, I will, to be fair, if she did look good in it. Both of them, their bodies are banging. Those poses that they were in were just... It was so intimate and we didn't need to be a part of it. <laughs> why? Why was he kissing her stomach like there was a baby in there or putting his head it on it? I was, I, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. 
like I said, it's just all oh, the secondhand embarrassment makes me want to literally fold into myself and to make myself into one singular cell. I couldn't half of the time I was not even watching what they were doing. But like the intimacy was just too much. I was like, no. <laughs> Oh my God. When me and my husband got engaged and married both times, people asked us to kiss in a photo. And I said, no, we're not doing that. We're not, we don't do that. We're not kissing in a photo. That's not fucking attractive. I don't want it. This too intimate. It's none of your business. What we look like when our faces smoosh. <laughs> <laughs> but I really want to see. <laughs> You'll just have to join in. <laughs> <laughs> I I am um I am your unofficial wife uh, yeah. or no I'm his wife we we we're sister wives we are <laughs> it's beautiful it's a beautiful relationship um that is all a joke by the by it's a it's a running joke that we've had for years so or please is it it's a joke it's a joke we'll never, I don't think they're going to be together at the reunion me either if that's any compilation i think if they are together at the reunion we are gonna see such a like beat down and broken <laughs> Kwame because she's going to destroy his life because Whoa. after she sees that shit with micah yes. she's going to destroy him there's and honestly as be, like, much footage of them together him and micah there's as much footage of them flirting as there is of him and chelsea having any kind of actual conversation about their lives yep it's gross. That's upsetting. <laughs> I think he spent more time uh, in Mexico with, with, with Micah than he did with Chelsea. But yeah, who's next? It's a last but not least, or maybe it is least. I don't know, depending on how you feel. Zach and Bliss, which I think they're both going to say yes. Oh, I think so too. And I think they're going to be together. I think that, yeah, they're, they're going to be together at the reunion. Yeah, me too. And I think it's an easy Zach? answer. Have I seen him? Mm -hmm. He's been... He's been posting on TikTok just like random videos and things, but he he's sporting a full beard now. And the property brothers have acknowledged that he is basically the third <laughs> one because he really does look, <laughs> he does like, look them. like them. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. who he was reminding me of, but it's them for sure. Yeah, I know. Looks... I haven't seen any of them on socials because if I see their faces, I scroll past because I was behind until today. Oh, okay. 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 I was yeah, way behind. Yeah, no. I am a well also I don't sleep. So as soon as it drops, I basically know what I'm like. Let's watch it. It's very good. It's not as good as past seasons, for sure. Season one is definitely the best. By far. But when it comes to shooting the shit and thinking about problems that are not your own for like an hour, it's fucking fantastic i love it i hope they never stop making the show <laughs> yeah as terrible as it is <laughs> me too i mean it is a little bit of a schadenfreude factor for me that i love watching a hot mess just completely hit the rails i that's i'm sorry mm -hmm. that is a bad quality about myself that i'm not proud of but i do enjoy a fucking clusterfuck love it uh, yeah i love it i don't want to be it. in it i love it no and don't come to me the with thing your is, I purposefully keep my life so my footprint is so small and there's no drama there's never the most drama that I have has to do with like family members who mm -hmm. bring me into their stuff so it's a lot of fun to to kind of dip your toe into stuff like that and I think 
I think that that, you know, kind of do, do the tie-in to, to original messy TV. I think that that's why reality TV has endured and continues to. No, we didn't do a super deep dive into the nostalgia factor, but like we loved Flavor of Flav because it was wild, to, or, or Flavor of Love, excuse me. It was wild to see all of these women clamoring, spitting on each other, <laughs> doing ridiculous challenges. Uh, what was her name? The one with the big eyes when she like made the chicken, but she just put it in the microwave. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't remember. Do remember I don't remember her name, but I remember the act. That was so long ago. Yeah, I really only so remember New York I mean, and Pumpkin in terms of name, and then Hoops. Um, I loved that show though. But, the fact but, that he couldn't remember their names and did not want to bother to remember their names, so that he gave them <laughs> bad nicknames that they had to use for the whole time, is the funniest shit to me of all time so demeaning and the thing that tiffany pollard aka new york has kept the name new york and has done like television commercials she's done television shows she's she's got a whole career off of being on that that show um and then of course i love new york where she did the same thing to men (laughs) she just gave them random names did you know Um, that like the runner-up it was i was either the runner-up or the third runner-up of one of her seasons ended up murdering his girlfriend and putting her in a suitcase and leaving her in a dumpster in Vegas and getting caught. And I think he might've killed himself. I'm not positive on that, but he definitely murdered his girlfriend. That is not, I was nodding because I thought you were going a different way. I did not know that. I thought you were going to talk about Chance, I want to say, who passed away recently um, from cancer. Um, Was it Chance? So I think, I guess when we're talking about the future of reality tv let's put our our master uh television writing skills hat on um what do you think would be a fun premise to kind of evolve the space what's the next love is blind what do i think is the next iteration of dating Uh, we're taking it way too far already so we might as well take it as far as we possibly can we gotta do a crossover with squid games and love is blind. It's got to be a like all or nothing. You die if you don't end up married in the game reality show. <laughs> I'm in. It's going to be like we're revitalizing gladiator times. Let's do it. <laughs> that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I don't think that's actually it. I don't know is the real answer, but I thought I'd give a fun answer. No, I know. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I think that dating has been such a, especially in Western culture, it's such an individual situation where, you know, it's a personal choice. It's you choosing a person and then bringing that person to your family and hoping that it works. And I wonder if we turn, flip that on its head and we take more of a Eastern approach or, you know, Latin approach where the family is more involved with the relationship from the beginning. So mm. not, not date my mom style. Cause I know that that was a reality show or, or you to like the person would take almost like a, a arranged marriage. Kind I was about to say this show exists. It's called style. Indian matchmaker and it's really good. And I like it a lot. Did you watch Indian I've... matchmaker? I've seen episodes of it, but I th- I think maybe maybe this is this is a question. Does the family become more involved? Because when the episodes that I saw was the person was still involved with the matchmaker and was still a part of that. And I I I'm thinking more along the lines of 
my mother and whoever I elect to find the person for me, they are the person doing all of the vetting. And like, however it works, I don't know, this is a fictional thing, but like, I am not involved at all. And the family, instead of the reveal being to the, the reveal, it's kind of like married at first sight, but the family knows all mm-hmm. about the person you know what i mean so it's like a, they elect people they and then like they have to do some intermingling or whatever to make mm-hmm. the match and then we get married and then it's like oh if this is bad mom you fucked up <laughs> like <laughs> okay i like this idea and i think we could broaden it so netflix if you're listening we will produce this show for you we're clusterfucks we got this yeah i think you can broaden it and it and it can be like an arranged marriage show, but you as the person who's going to enter the show, you get to elect who's arranging. So if you have like a best friend that you're like, she knows me better than me mm-hmm. or whatever, you can say the best friend is in charge, but that you do have to actually marry them and like do all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, And if it's your mother, it's your mother. But yeah, I think that's a cool idea. And then that would yeah. allow with the freedom of that, that would allow for different cultures to participate in the way that they feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And I think, that the way the negotiations happen, it's it's literally everything that you would see, but it would be the people that you put forward going and if, if it's whether it's living in a house or like going on a vacation or whatever the, the thing to bring all the people together is, but they're the ones negotiating the the relationship. And then at the end of whatever period of time, you're there in a fucking dress and that person's there too and it's like you're getting married yeah <gasps> i just had I, an idea I, for a new <laughs> dating show okay so hear me out it's an ai dating show but you don't know who's ai or not so it's kind of like fuck boy island or f boy island as they call it oh but like you're dating virtually and you have the avatars or whatever and you don't know whether who you're talking to or not is an AI generated person. That's like uh, the circle. Have you watched the circle? Yeah, but they're all real people. They might be catfishing you, but here I'm talking about like, you might not be talking to a human. And at the end of it, you could cruel. You could fall in love and feel like you have a future. And then it's with a, it's not even with a person. It is cruel. I don't know why I'm lighting up this way, but the idea of it is exciting. (laughs) With my luck and my neurodivergent ass, I would be head over heels in love (laughs) with the computer. (laughs) <laughs> do after the show's over I'm like my boyfriend's just gone <laughs> well you can keep the program if you want to keep talking to him maybe he doesn't disappear but maybe you don't get to oh, marry then, him because he doesn't exist and then the season two of that is all of the people who kept the program going to therapy because they need to <laughs> this is cruel this is cruel but uh, you know what people who want to go on these shows like they are setting themselves up for it they're willing they're willing to sell their souls to the devil to be heartbroken like this they don't care they want the clout they want the fame they want the numbers so let them do it you, you know, know they want to i feel like this justification here is what was the one there was definitely one that was um basically you had a bunch of hot people and they were not allowed to like hook up with one another too is hot to handle Island? too hot hot to handle handle. okay but but you know the like the ai is like mean to them (laughs) it's kind of bullies them a little bit (laughs) that's i that mentality is what created that ai that like voice or whatever (laughs) it's like well let's torture you oh i'm gonna put you in the room together don't touch (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, but get real with me. Like you would watch this show. You would watch the AI love reality show. I would 100% watch it. I know. But but as a sing- so here's the thing, right? I'm I'm looking at this twofold. One, yes, it would make fantastic TV. Two, I am single and I would like to, to have a reality show that might show just a glimpse of hope for love. That show does not. <laughs> the AI show does not. Because the fun is not in people actually falling in love with that real people. The fun is <laughs> talking to a fucking computer. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe maybe there's something to say that like karma is going to get the ones who deserve that, who aren't who don't treat people well, but maybe not. Maybe it's going to happen to good people, too. I don't know. I'm, I think it's evil, but it would be really entertaining. And most of our entertainment is evil. So we just have to really be OK with that. Even Love is Blind is kind of a little evil. All right. Yeah, let's wrap it up. So yeah, we went on a little bit long this time because we can't shut the fuck up about this show and about reality TV in general. And I have a feeling we'll probably talk more about reality TV in the future. So yeah, 100%. There's so I mean, we didn't, I didn't watch The Bachelor or Bachelorette stuff, but mm-hmm. like, like we could talk about that. No, you didn't either? No. <laughs> I've only ever watched Bachelor in Paradise. Well- because I like shows where a bunch of people are competing with each other. I don't like when everybody's competing for one person because it feels really disingenuous to me. And I find it completely unbelievable that 30 people all have the hots for this one person. That doesn't make sense to me. So therefore I'm out. But when they're all like competing for each other and there's like mixes and matches like Love Island and Love is Blind, I'm in. I've, I never had the words to put to why I don't like it. And you just nailed it. Like never got into those. Um, at any rate, there's there's plenty of reality TV out there that we have watched and can watch. If there's anything that you want us to watch, um, we'll watch. Let us know. Uh, we'll do it. Give us some um, audience participation. Yeah. And we love you. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Until <laughs> next time, love is blind. It'll take over your mind. Goodbye.